everyone. Welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode 118 of Podcast in Death. And in this wow. episode, some of you will remember a few months back, we did an episode of uh Facebook discussions, just talking about in general what we've been talking about on Facebook for those of you who aren't on Facebook. And we decided we'd do that again because several topics have come up that are of interest to everyone. And we didn't know what else to do this week. <laughs> this is a this right. is a really easy topic to do for us. So one of the things we wanted to talk about was on our Facebook group, more than one person posted a link to this story uh, about the Patmos. Is that how you say that, Jen? This is a library in Michigan, so I might have to ask Jen about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Patmos. Patmos. Yep. Um, so Nora Roberts donated $50,000 to the library in Jamestown Township in Michigan, the Patmos Library, because that library had been defunded by the town council. It says, loss of taxpayer funding in Jamestown Township in Ottawa County. And Just going to say, guess what, guys? That's right up the road from me. Ottawa County is... Ugh, don't get me started. <sighs> So they lost their funding because they didn't want to take out of the library um, any books that, quote unquote, promoted. But these are not books that promote uh, LGBTQ. Right. So the town council basically took away their funding. And so they had a GoFundMe going. And Nora went on there and she donated $50,000. To keep the doors She's open. amazing. Right? Yep. And she also, because, I don't know if you if that's in the article, but I also read um, she had said, you know, because 50000 is the most that GoFundMe, GoFundMe would allow her to donate. And if they needed more to make up for it, to contact her and she would donate more. Right. Yes. It says Which donations so far by more than 4,000 people from as far away as Australia should be enough to pay utilities and staff salaries at least into 2024. And that's just amazing. Yeah. Nope. And and thank you, Nora. Thank, thank you, Nora. Ottawa County, needs, yeah. Ottawa County needs more people like you. Yes. Because believe me. I know we a- get, sometimes we get political on here and, uh, but this is kind of showing everyone how important every election is, not just mm-hmm. elections that are state elections and mm-hmm. um, national elections, but yeah. even down to your local township. Yeah. The elections and there are so critical. This county is very, very, very conservative. Like it's mm-hmm. always red, always. I don't think it's ever been blue in my entire life. Um, and it's just very, yeah, it's very conservative and there's a lot of wacky ideas out there and I'm not, you know, I love Ottawa County. Don't get me wrong. Some of my favorite places in the world are in Ottawa County and there are pockets of very liberal areas like Grand Haven, um, is pretty liberal and, you know, those type of more on the lake shore, but you get inland a little bit, a eh, little bit of craziness going on. Yeah, I just moved to my first not red county in my life. So. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, here's the thing: I you could you could argue if you were a conservative that banning books is not a conservative value. No, it's not. That's what I no. don't get. Conservatives this whole idea. are very much about personal freedoms and getting the government out of yep your own your you know town and your you know your but own AJ, local community and your no that only that's only when you agree with them <laughs> yeah I, I don't know it it just seems counterintuitive it's to odd. say that you can't have funding it's just because a weird you have to want to die on yeah. that's that's really what it is is 
I under, like I understand that you have particular feelings about something, but like getting getting so riled up about things like that without actually taking the time to do more than that, to understand things, to recognize that that's literally not at all indoctrination. Like there's no basis behind any of it, which is why I'm always so frustrated with these type of responses to things, you know, and I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure that Nora is getting criticized for that too. Oh yeah. I'm sure she is. I haven't looked at Nora's page for that. I haven't. Yeah. I'm sure she is getting. And do you think she cares? Nope. Oh no. Yeah. This says before the vote, a large yard sign a few blocks away from the library accused the library staff of grooming children. Just, you know, tell me you don't understand things without. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) That's the thing. If you don't want your kids exposed to that stuff, fine. But tell me you have a small penis without telling me you have a small penis. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And just, I, I, you know, yeah, you know, maybe check out what they're reading instead of trying to shut down the entire fucking library. Like, it makes no sense to me. And, but, uh, and, um, are you going to fucking take out your Bible? Because right. there are tons of stories in there that if you judged them on in the same context as you're mm-hmm. judging these other books would meet yeah. your criteria for being taken out. Yeah. hundred percent. So why, why aren't you doing that? You know, I have no idea. So I just. It, I it's will never understand banning books. I will never get it ever. No, not in a million years. Yeah, and I'll never understand something like this. Like, yeah, if if you've got a problem with something, fine, cool, but don't put it on everybody else. Right. I mean, if you're sitting there saying, "Well, we just have to ban all these books," well, you, then that's bad parenting on your part because, yeah, you know that you yeah. that you're saying that yeah. I can't handle my child reading that because. You know, yeah. Then I might have to explain something uncomfortable to me. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, all it boils down to. That's on you. They don't want to answer like, questions. You know, yeah. Like, oh, I, I, that's uncomfortable, and I don't want to talk right. about it. So we got to ban all this so that my kid's not exposed. That's really I, what it is. Like everyone, you know, everyone who wants right. to be like people are too sensitive, and I was like, yeah, especially <laughs> the people who are making those accusations. Right. Exactly. We have, to, we have to like make sure we're, you know walking on eggshells around you but yeah. the second that we are like here's a legitimate thing we should probably stop doing they're like you fucking snowflakes no, like I just, yeah <laughs> right yeah yeah like yeah so, no it's mm. it's it's just it's as easy as having a conversation with your child and saying yeah there are people that are that way um and if you feel this way um our bible teaches that that's wrong but yeah, there are people that are that way. And, but Jesus taught us to be tolerant of other people. So, I mean, it's, it's just that easy. Why don't you do it that way? I don't One understand. One would think it's just that easy. However. One would think. Cause look, listen, I mean, I've made no secret of the fact that I'm an atheist. I have been for many, many years before I had Caitlin. Caitlin used to go to church with her father and with her, um, grandparents and i would mm-hmm. let her do that because i didn't give a fuck because when caitlin came back we would talk about it and i was like yeah you know i mean things you learned in church today yep yeah, that's what they believe and mm-hmm. you know um i don't personally believe that but you know when you get older you'll make a decision about what you yeah, believe exactly and i never made that choice for her because she made a choice for herself and you know right so um, how you should do it and and that's yeah how it should be when you're raising a child yeah let's read this together and tell me what you think and i'll tell you what i think and then you know when when you get old enough you'll make a decision yeah so but yeah we can't do that we just have to ban stuff because yeah because that's fun yeah and awesome. Because how dare anybody 
tell my how dare anybody disagree with me tell my child there are gay people out there oh my god <laughs> so no gays anyway. <laughs> so thank you nora for supporting you know yes. basic human decency human rights <laughs> yes for real though like for real it's just the, so the energy spent on trying to strip people of their rights is yeah. disgusting yeah the energy really spent is. trying to discredit people and try to make things difficult for other people is disgusting why are we working really so hard is. to do that can't we just turn around and actually just try to be good to people right i mean you'd think there's a lot of things nora could do with her money but that's probably the best thing so Honestly. we are all lucky to have nora yes nora, yes, we, we love you for Come on the podcast and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> call us, Nora Roberts. Call us, Nora Roberts. Oh, we haven't done a call us in a while. We haven't. So, uh, call us, Nora Roberts. And I, you know, I think who was it? I just saw the comment here. Somebody needs to have. Um, they're saying that you know they need to mount a campaign to get around our podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, and that it, that it, is another. Yeah. And AJ's like, well, we can't stop you if you want to send emails. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. I mean, nope, not wrong. What else do we need to talk about from Facebook? Well, let's see. We had some, we actually had some really, we had some fun um, podcast ideas. Mary Ellis, which I love this one. I think this is actually kind of funny. And I think we should do this. Podcast idea. Since everyone loves a review the reviews episodes, I thought that we listeners could write mock reviews of bad reviews of Nora Roberts' J.D. Robb books. The more ridiculous and outrageous, the better. I think this could be fun and allow listeners to participate. <laughs> I I think that if I think that they should do that, but not let us know that that's who they are. I agree. That's I even better. Of course, that's then they're going to be like, then they were mean to me. That's my concern about it that, you know, I don't want to, you know, well, be mean no, to somebody I, mean, like I think people. they should just send them to us anonymously, not like not put them on Amazon or anything like that. And they could just email them to us and we could just read them. They don't need to be, you know, we don't need to name names. But still, we would know that they were. Yeah, that's, that's true. And then, true. And, that's and, true. You know, then yeah. we don't, we don't want to be, be mean to you guys. Deal. Yeah. You know how and mean we are to the other wait. listeners? We're kind of assholes. If you guys want to write them and post them on that thread, that's yo. We would love that. That'd be funny, you know. Yeah, we could. We would. We would absolutely read that. Quincy, which you know, we've talked about doing this before. Um, all the different pop culture references. Just re-listened to Shadows, and someone in the bullpen said, "So say we all." When they all showed up to hunt Lorcan Cobb, yeah, and how she recycles names, and I've noticed that. Um, Lottie was a strong character in desperation, but an evil pervy bitch in golden. Or how about sometimes the names are very similar to other famous people or pop culture, Dorian Gregg. I don't know who Dorian Gregg is other than the character. That, in the that's book. from this newest book. That's the girl. Well, I know, that. but how is that similar to other famous people or pop culture? Unless it's Dorian Gray. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what she's thinking about. Maybe that's what she's thinking because I'm not, I'm not sure otherwise. And another one we talked about podcast on the relationship between Eve and Dennis and, and even Beanie. That's from Isella. Yeah. Which we've talked about doing before too. Oh, you know what? There was a ask Jen and, oh yeah, you did. You, I thought, oh, oh you yeah. didn't answer it, but yeah, you yep. did. Okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I did. Carry so, on. yeah, they were asking whether Louise actually did the surgery. And yes, she does <laughs> do surgery multiple times throughout the series. She scrubs in a couple of times. I know she does for, um, is it Scylla in Fantasy? Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know for sure on that one. I'm almost sure for Strong and Treachery. And so, yeah, there's several times that she scrubs mm. in. And does the surgery and works on internal injuries or whatever. So, did you already talk about the suggestion to do an episode about even Dallas and Somerset's relationship? No, I didn't. Did I miss that one? That's from Dina. She says, Here's an idea for the show. 
Dallas and Somerset's relationship, how it started out and evolved over time. I actually get annoyed with both of them at different times for their mutual stubbornness. But I do believe that Somerset is more willing to show his softer side to Eve than she is to him. I love how Somerset will refer to Rourke and Eve as the children. So, you know, he cares more than he will openly admit to anyone but Galahad. And I actually, yeah, that's the thing is he doesn't admit it. Like he doesn't show it to Eve, but we see it. But we also see the times where Eve is like, he's not there. And she's like, oh, well, I hope he didn't die or, you know. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It would be kind of interesting to do a show um, showing that. Yeah. That would be a that would be a fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dana has updated the spreadsheet, y'all. She has updated I'm good. the spreadsheet. It's, the F-bomb count has been updated. And <laughs> there are 83 in desperation. There's like only 30 in one book. And I'm like, are we concerned? About the <laughs> yeah, <books?"> right? <laughs> I know. And I it's bet crazy. you there's still uh, reviews that say there's too much swearing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. 30 is definitely not too much. <laughs> and some of the comments are pretty funny, too. Yeah, I use a day. <laughs> have, we be, have we become desensitized? <laughs> I didn't notice all the F-bombs. We kind of have. I mean, yeah. So there's a Facebook post from Melissa, and, um, you know, we talked about characters that we want to see again. Oh, yeah. That we would like to see again. And she says, just finished reading Devotion, and I just have to say, if Nora wanted to write a spinoff series about Will Banner, I would totally be here for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Will mean, Banner's a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I would read an entire fucking series about crack. So, I mean, yeah. There you go. And I love, you know, she's slowly gotten him more, you know, involved. And I just, I love what's happening with him now. It's just, it's beautiful. It makes me so happy. And yes, I would totally read a spinoff series about crack. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, crack and Tico. Crack and Tico, yes. <laughs> Do they know each other? They should know each other. I know. I, I feel like they, they should know each other. That's my headcanon. They definitely know each other. Crack looks out for Tico. <laughs> he goes down to his stall and checks him out. Buys what do they say? It's like, like this winter, Eve is going to see a scarf. He's, he's She's going to like see a crack and he's gonna be wearing a scarf that she knows he got from chico right yes. yeah i love it and then when she like inevitably buys christmas presents from tico she's gonna buy I mean, crack like a matching like, stocking every cap. year it's like yeah. two years in a row she's went nuts yeah this tico. this christmas you know which, which we'll see in about 12 books uh this christmas he just will have all of her shopping ready for her. Yeah, so he'll like, have it like, all out like, I handled it for you. Here you go, Dallas. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> Nadine, it's Peabody. What would really be funny is if Eve opened a gift and it was something that Rourke had bought from Tico. Oh my oh, God, that would that. also be amazing. <laughs> I would love that. Because obviously Rourke knows who Tico is. Yes. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. That came up in this book. But that's another episode we should do is our own headcanons. Oh yeah, an episode on head cannons. Yeah, we've got so many head cannons. Yeah, we've we been writing them down along the way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at one point you were taking notes. On the Jen. spot is fun. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were taking notes, Jen. Aren't you yeah, the one who takes I, notes? Yeah, because it's not me. <laughs> uh, what else from Facebook? So there's um, Book Dragon did post uh, something that I guess N- Laura put up on Nora's page about some teasers from this newest book yes i can't imagine there's anyone out there who hasn't read the newest book yet but maybe because there are people that are still new to the series and haven't gotten there yet right yeah yeah um but i mean the teasers really aren't spoilers no so when melissa got her mug i read real literature (laughs) i can hear this mug yeah, her m- mug from Patreon. She's a patron. <laughs> she can hear this mug. I love that. And oh, I love the post from Sue. Can cats eat pancakes? And then the little cat eating the little pancakes. <laughs> well, I think that counts as moderation. <laughs> yeah. They're they're just little pancakes. It's fine. Little yeah. pancakes. It's fine. Okay. okay. 
So now see, I didn't catch that reference. There's a person who doesn't know Eve from the vid. Did you catch that? Mm. I don't remember that. Are they just talking about this is maybe too spoilery, so maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it will to be to be discussed next time. <laughs> to be discussed next time, yes. Should I rename my bras? <laughs> yeah. Who would you choose as the next cop to step up for an exam? Which we've discussed before, and AJ yeah. called it. Well, I didn't call it. Oh, I thought you did. No, I did not. Oh, I thought you did. No, because I, I was reading the book and I said, because we were saying Baxter. Right, somebody right, else, right, right, somebody right, else right. said somebody else. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were right. We were wrong. Right. Which is all good. Just because um, I feel like it's just because we know Baxter better. But we're getting to know the other yeah, one. Yeah, no. That but, that tracks. Yeah. Who would come out on top if even Mavis ever really had a fight? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't I might know. throw down some money on Mavis. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. After what happened in this book. Yeah. Because <laughs> that was hardcore and I loved it. Yeah. Who knew our favorite entrepreneur carried warm weather gear? <laughs> Well, it makes sense because you know Kiko. he's got to yeah he's got to I mean, sell yeah, in summer. all weather. He's got to sell yeah. all all seasons. Yeah, is work allowed to apply? Master of all, he surveys practices to work the marriage rules. No, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were moments in this book that I was like, "Stop being a dick, work." So, um, what this this episode where we review Desperation will be out at the beginning of October. Yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Should be first week of October, I think, because we were gonna do. Um. Yeah. So that one next, and then eternity after that, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, because we're doing our we review the reviews of creation next week. Right. Then next Saturday, the twenty fourth is when we have Michelle Kenyon on. Yes. Yep. And um, so because we have Michelle Kenyon on the 24th, we're not necessarily recording that whole week of the 25th through the 30th. Which is fine because I have a wedding to get ready for. Okay. I mean, you don't really need me, but. (laughs) And then the next episode would be recorded on like the 4th of October. That would be the episode for Desperation. Okay. So, yeah. So, so, early October, friends. Yeah. You get yep. to talk about mm-hmm. desperation. So, you have until then to finish reading it. So, you're yes. not, yeah. like, so, sad chop, chop, about y'all. being behind or something. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to read it. I'm trying. I'm hoping to read it one more time before we get there. I've, got, I've gotten through it twice. I might go, I might go oh, through another yeah. time. Yeah. I don't know that I can do I two more. really, really loved it. Yeah. So, I, need to go, I need to read through it one more time. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you have I'm, read. I'm thinking maybe I'll listen to the audiobook. There you go. Yeah. Have you listened to it, AJ? Yeah. Okay. I got yeah. it. I just haven't listened to it yet. I just yeah. read it. It's good. I mean, there's a lot of things that are hard to listen to, obviously, because of the yeah. subject matter. But yeah, yeah, there are a lot um, of things hard to read. But speaking of desperation and death, uh, we've created a thread on our Discord server just for desperation and death so that people can talk about it. And especially if you have spoilers. Yeah. So there's um, a lot of people that are posting spoilers. If you're into spoilers, you can, but they're all hidden. So you don't have to read spoilers if you don't want to read spoilers, but um, there is that thread on our discord server. So join the discord. I know y'all think you're social media challenged, but honestly, if you just like dig back into your way back um, <laughs> message board machine yeah. and remember how those worked. Yeah. Discord is pretty much the same. <laughs> so just pop in there. If you cannot see, let me say this. If you cannot see anything beyond the welcome and rules, that means we have to change your settings. So let us know right away. Tag either AJ right. or I and we can fix it. Right. So. Now don't tag me because I don't understand how to navigate it. Okay. <laughs> I'm but there, yeah. but I don't know how to, um, how to do it. 
So, <laughs> but yeah, we can fix it. So you'll get you'll get beat cop, and then if you're a patron, you'll also get bumped right up to lieutenant. So because we have another section that's just for patrons, right? So, oh, am I in that one too? I don't know. I'll add you if you're not. I'll look. <laughs> Listen, it's going to take me six years to figure out where to kind of go. I'm just like, how do I do this? It's, I mean, you know what? I was afraid of it when I first started using it, too. And now I love it. It's one of my favorite social medias. It's just super, Discord? It, I just think it's easy. Yeah. I just think it's easy. So um, it takes uh, a little getting used to. But I was telling Caitlin that um, I was on the TikToks. And... Uh, <laughs> There's, uh, there was a, I think it's a college professor on there, uh, that came up on my page and, um, he was talking about how he did a survey of his students, um, as far as like what social media platforms they, uh, they use and for what and why. And I just found it really interesting because he said, the number one platform that all of them said that they use is Snapchat. Really? Well, yeah, a lot of people mm. really are into Snapchat. Yeah, they said to communicate back and forth to each other and to their friends and all of that, they're all using Snapchat. Um, and that they will give people their Snapchat handle before they'll give them their phone number for oh, yeah. texting. I find that so odd. Yeah, that's how my that's how at speech tournaments that our kids will communicate with us. Yeah, is for Snapchat. Snapchat. I have no idea. I don't even have Snapchat. I download it every speech season. Yeah, I do, but I don't use it. But I will. I have a hell of a history of text messaging through it with my (laughs) students. Yeah, that's what I use it for. Super lame. Um, and then I just don't like the connotations of it. Honestly, the what? I don't like the connotations of it. I don't like the idea of why it was created. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was was pretty much created to trade porn, y'all. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. It just kind of scares me that kids. Facebook was created to, um, for misogynists to rate women. So that's actually true too. So Um, I don't know. So then he said. As far as like Instagram, all of them were like, they would like to use Instagram, but they all hate it because it's gotten too like commercial and it's too confusing and they all hate, um, the, uh, they all hate reels. And of course, reels are annoying just because, um, Instagram is trying to compete with, uh, TikTok they're yeah. promoting oh, reels, yeah. you know, and, and, uh, essentially people hate them and Instagram people would use your app more if you didn't do that. You know, they are, they were saying like, I just want to see pictures that my friends post. And that's what Instagram used to be. Right. Yeah. Until they decided we have to be like TikTok, and that's dumb. Yeah. Um, it is dumb. so, so that's, uh, Instagram, Twitter, they use for, news pretty much they don't communicate with twitter they just use it for news but he said what was really interesting was when he got gave this um little uh survey that was right when the queen had died and he said i asked them oh okay so if you use that for if you use twitter for news is that where you all learned about the queen dying and they all said no we learned about it on tiktok So, but so yeah, so Twitter, they pretty much use for news. Um, TikTok, they are using for entertainment that he said, none of them, all of them are on it. None of them are, are creators. None of them are putting any of their own stuff on there. They're just using it for entertainment. And, uh, Facebook, they all said, fuck no, none of us are on Facebook. Facebook is toxic Mm -hmm. and it's full of angry people. It is. It is. It really is. I use it for groups. That's all I really use Facebook yeah. for, honestly. It's really, uh, I mean, I post things in it. Yeah. But, but it's I'll, interesting. I'll occasionally post something, but not very often. Yeah. But it's interesting, you know, because like, just if I look back on, you know, when it's, you know, when it's all changed, 
I don't want to say this, but fucking Trump. 2015, 2016 is when everybody mm-hmm. was like, well, Facebook's the thing. And that's when forums started dying mm-hmm. out because mm-hmm. people were just on Facebook. And they yeah, just weren't yeah. going to forums anymore. Yeah. And that's when AdWords right. died out. And that's when that's when our, that's when indeath.net yeah. died out. Yeah. And um so uh but now, and it's only been you know, how many years is that? Mm, Eight? Seven. Seven, eight, eight years, yeah. and now it's like yeah. younger people, especially, wouldn't be caught dead mm-hmm. on Facebook. Oh, they, yeah, no, they hate it. And at the time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 2015, 2016, we were all like, "Yeah, I mean, Facebook has taken over," and I, I don't, I don't see any way to defeat Facebook. Right, like, we no, have got but- to like change with like Facebook. We've all got to be on Facebook, you know. And right. now it's just so many people are not on Facebook. And will yeah. never be on Facebook, right? So it's crazy. Um, Which yeah, I it's not- I get that. I totally get it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we were, you know, there was there was MySpace and LiveJournal, you know, before that. Like, there's right. right. But Which Facebook I'm, has kind of been around I was in that in between time. time. I don't. I was too old for that. For those, I had a LiveJournal. <laughs> yeah, which is absolutely fine. I did not have a MySpace or a LiveJournal because, yeah. I barely had a MySpace because Facebook came out. Yeah. Like, cause Facebook came out. I was, I was like 21, 22 and Facebook came out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's actually not been around that long. It was no. 2005, 2006. Right. Yeah. So, which is why yeah, cause- I, I'm really kind of surprised at how quickly it's died out pretty much. Well, and there's, but there's so many other social medias where people can go if Facebook isn't their thing. And so, and that's a good thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I use, I use Facebook for groups. I'm in an ER group there that I run and, you know, our group and other than that, I'm hardly ever on there. So to get back to our topic, which is Facebook posts, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I see this one from Kristen. Discussion topic. In the last few books, Eva's mentioned as studying her office several times. Starting to mm. wonder if she actually she might actually be considering ordering a new visitor's chair. It says actually remodeling, considering this is Eve, would be too far. <laughs> My strongest case for this is the people she likes, such as Rourke, Mira, Peabody, are starting to spend a lot of time in her office and she cares about their comfort. Is this just me or has anyone else had this impression? I don't and know. I've never thought about that. I mean, yeah. I, here's the thing. The only one of those, those people that she actually would like really has been like, mm, don't sit there has been Mira. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, and not, the commander too. The, the, the commander, commander, but also, yeah. but also the, uh, so this is, I don't know, I don't want to do a spoiler, but then this new character that came in to help them out mm, with this yeah. case, first thing yeah. she said was, don't sit in that chair, sit in my yeah. yeah, yeah, so she does it, I think, for, like, new people, like, and whatever. And <laughs> she's, like, Peabody if, and if her husband, Rourke, fuck Rourke you. And Peabody are the last people <laughs> she's going to buy a new chair true. for, let's be honest. Yeah, that's actually true. A new chair. That's like, actually she'd true. be like, mm, okay, but because she's, one, Rourke will just sit in her chair anyway. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good point. But yeah, no, that's such an interesting point. I wonder, like, I wonder if it's not something. I think she's more likely to have someone else be like, like the commander being like, Dallas, you can have a better fucking chair. But people have said that to her. <laughs> yeah, I just, true. I want to see work just bring one in and swap it out and not tell her. Listen, no one would be surprised. I don't think. And just yeah. be like, you know, make it look exactly like the old one, but. You know, if she doesn't sit in it, she doesn't know. She doesn't so know. it's kind of like the chair version of the DLE. Yeah, uh, it looks horrible, exactly. yes. but it's very like, so like fancy. Yeah, yep, yep. I, I like that. Yeah, That's it's comfortable. It's got like a heated I seat. Love it. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Vibrating massage. Uh, see, I was going to say that, but then I didn't want to go there. But okay, if you want to go there, <laughs> you can say vibrating massage. But um, yeah. <laughs> absolutely oh my god yep i, I totally love it i love it that's funny so can i read this one this one's also yeah. dina's but i want to read it yeah, yeah, yeah 
I don't have anyone else to share this with. So here goes. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that one. Just listen to Shadows again, and I'm in tears. Can I say the emotion and feeling Susan Erickson puts into every single individual voice is just outstanding, especially as there's, I don't know, 12 to 15 or more characters being portrayed at once. Wow. I was watching a movie in my mind. I could see it and got so much more out of Rourke's story and the evolution of the bond with Eve and the cops and his family. I was grabbing for a Kleenex every time, every couple of seconds as Susan's voice, sadness, pride, happiness, love was just dripping with every emotion. And it didn't matter that I knew how it ended. Lol. And taking note of the growth in Peabody, helping herself to coffee more, saying your ass is my ass, coming up with more viable theories, standing up to Rourke to say, I'm not the hammer you are. When they interrogated Cobb, um, her character growth has been so enjoyable to watch. Nora's a genius in her storytelling and Susan's an amazing narrator bringing everyone to life. My escape from reality. The more I listen, the more I hear. Obviously, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, you have it's, that. I mean, but yes, a hundred percent, all of that. Yeah, that was the book that that Tara and I both were like very impressed by that. Like oh, me, yeah. I I know I was like blown away. I was well, yeah. I mean, listen, we were already impressed, and then we're like, how right. do you do? Like, how do you do that? Because you knew who was talking all the time. Yes. That is outrageously skilled. Yeah. Well, there's another one I have here, unless it's the one that you're looking for, Jen, that I can read. Is Yeah, go ahead. Um, listening to the new episode. Well, this is from Melissa Merchant. Um, listening to the new episode. Will I be kicked out of the group if I ask what this is the way means? <laughs> yeah i commented on that yeah i mean like we just i we just threw it out just assuming that everybody would catch that reference yeah yeah and there are so many people apparently that have absolutely no freaking clue what that means so funny however like rourke and mcnab if they don't know what that is they need to go yeah right. right But right. also, Which, can I just say do, that so I, you know, Dana, you're so, you're so Dana, you're so like freaking over the top. I just love it because people are trying to explain, <laughs> people are trying so to great. explain to Melissa, to Melissa, like what they're talking about. Essentially, this is, this, the, this is the way it comes from a Star Wars offshoot uh, series that was on Disney plus yep. and people were like, Oh, okay. I don't understand it. And you, Dana, at some point during the galactic civil war between the events of rebels, um, five, one BBY and return of the Jedi for ABY, the empire returned to Mandalore and purged the Mandalorian people, leaving only a few surviving clans and stealing large quantities of the precious Beskar metal, which no blaster or lightsaber can penetrate. This event became known as the great purge among Mandalorians. The Mandalorian follows the exploits of uh, Din Djarin, a.k.a. the Mandalorian, or simply simply Mando, a bounty hunter, not originally from Mandalore. He was orphaned on another planet during the Clone Wars, 22-19 BBY. I know, right? Uh, (laughs) When Separatist battle droids killed his parents, saved by a Mandalorian clan, called the tribe jaren was adopted as a foundling and raised with their creed the way of the mandalore or simply the way the yoda-like toddler he adopts grogu aka the child is also considered a foundling but jaren decided to return it to the jedi after discovering it is force sensitive and i don't know if anybody understood anything so if you i did okay (laughs) um if you have watched any of the um, Star Wars movies at all, you know that there was a guy after Han Solo. 
He was the bounty hunter coming after Han Solo. And that was, um, I'm sat first. Right. But <laughs> that was, sorry, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Oh, um, 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 Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba, okay. Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah. So yeah. Boba Fett, um, was a Mandalorian. Correct. Yes. Indeed. Yes. Okay. So, um, this is around the same time. This is after the first movies, after Return of the Jedi. Correct. And um, yeah, so this Mando is a Mandalorian that was uh, adopted by the same tribe, you know, the same people that Boba Fett came from. Was it after Return of the Jedi or was it after? I believe um, this is after. No, I'm pretty sure it's after um, um, the, the prequel. At some point, it's the- between the prequels and the and the original trilogy. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah, it happens between what is it? Not Attack of the Clones. The next one, um, Revenge of the Sith. So it's between Revenge of the Sith and Star Wars. I refuse to call it a New Hope. That's stupid. Are you sure? I'm because. I see. I don't want to spoil the ending of Mandalorian, the first uh, the first season of Mandalorian. Oh, That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think of that. He because Grogu gets yeah. returned to a Jedi. Yes, that's right. Yep, you're right. So, anyway, so the Mandalorian Creed is. Oh yeah, at some point during the Galactic Civil War between the events of Rebels and Return of the Jedi. Right. Right. The Empire returned to Mandalore and purged the Mandalorian people. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So yeah, it would be after Return of the Jedi. So yeah. So so essentially, the creed of the Mandalorian is you know the the way of the Mandalore, and they shorten that to the way. And right. um, so in this series, Mandalorian, uh, when Mando decides to save Grogu, the child, and he gets questioned on that quite quite a bit. And mm-hmm. the answer is always mm-hmm. because this is the way. Essentially, mm-hmm. saving this child, you know, is in the way of the Mandalore, is, you know, aligns with the Mandalorian creed. So this is the way. And if anybody out there is a Ming-Na Wen fan, she's a badass in this show. Yeah. It's FYI. <laughs> so, yeah. And I have to say, this is how much of a geek I am about this whole thing. Um, so, uh <laughs> Disney had their, um, what they call their D23, uh, mm. which is a Disney uh, fan group that you can right. be a part of. You have to pay yearly to be a part of D23. Yeah. And if you do that, you can go to the D23 conference every year that's in uh, Anaheim. I was watching a video from that, and they played a, a promotional spot that Disney did for what's upcoming in the park something upcoming mm-hmm. in the park and it it basically just showed like um galaxy's edge right and the music that they were playing was was from the mandalorian and into the frame walks um mando and he's and he whips his coat back and he's got grogu with him so nice mandalorian mando and grogu are going to be characters in the park that are going to be walking around like meet nights at uh, that's amazing it. and i was like so love it so yeah to see that yeah i'm excited for the new one the um the one on andor which one is that it it's, takes place before rogue one a new movie or a new i i yeah, don't know no, the, it's a new show new show it's okay. a new Disney Plus show yeah it's got all the same actors as rogue one had <laughs> Oh, okay. So it's got Forrest Whitaker and what was the one guy. And yeah. So, okay. That one looks good. I just watched, um, uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is good. There's so many people that were like, didn't like Obi-Wan. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. They're fucking crazy. Yeah. They didn't like it. I loved it. I thought it was so good. (laughs) I've I've liked all the Disney plus. They've done a really good job. And they've done a really good job with they've done a really good job with the Marvel shows too. Yeah. And I know you guys aren't into that, but 
they've done a fantastic job. There's only been one or two that I've been like, meh. Yeah. But the rest of them have been really good. Um, so Obi-Wan, Tara, if you don't know, have you seen all the, all the movies? Yes. I mean, I've seen all of, I've seen all nine of the movies. Okay. So I've not seen any, you know, like <laughs> right. I haven't seen you Solo. Seen the extended universe. Right. Yeah. Got it. So, um, Oh, you need to see Rogue One, Tara. Yeah. I haven't seen Rogue One. Eventually oh, I will because I would like to. I just, Solo's you know. Not yeah. it. Solo's stupid. I haven't seen that one. Rogue I mean, One is yeah. really good. Rogue One is good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, at the end uh, is when we see how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And Luke and Leia are born and they're separated. Mm-hmm. But right. So Leia, Leia went to live with the, um, the, king and queen on Alderaan and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Luke went to live with his uh, aunt and uncle. Right. Yeah. I'm explaining all this to you. This is what happened yeah, to right? Tara. To Tara. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what the series about Obi-Wan is about is essentially we find out like why Obi-Wan is on Luke's planet in the first place. Luke is on this planet mm-hmm. living with his aunt and uncle. He's supposed to be in seclusion. Nobody's supposed to know about him. And, but also living very close to him is Obi-Wan. Right. And he goes, Oh, well we have to go to see o- old Ben because he knows about this stuff. Right. Yeah. So it, it explains why Obi-Wan is there, how he got there. Oh. And yeah, all of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's, a that's, you know, because, yeah. you know, you're just like, oh, there he is. He's there just he is. There. Yeah. yeah. And I just got to say, Ewan McGregor is so good as Obi-Wan. I love Ewan McGregor. Oh, he's so good. I love him. He really is. He's great. Have you seen, Begin- Have you seen Beginners, Tara? Mm-mm. Check that movie out. It's fantastic. It's Ewan McGregor, um, Christopher Plummer, oh. um, Gordon Bishnick, Um <laughs> But yeah. Who? I mean, I don't, I don't know who. I love it. I love it because that's like the one movie I don't find him at all attractive because he's like the biggest fucking dork. He's like he put it. Basically, the concept of the movie is, is that Ewan McGregor's father comes out after his after his mother dies. And, you know, he's been gay all along, but, you know, it was the 50s and 60s and, you know, he didn't do that back then. But um, so, yeah, so he ends up Goran plays his younger lover and it's just it's, <laughs> it's so good. It's it's such a good movie and it's just really well done and well acted. And it was nominated for quite a few awards. I just don't a, see things. It's not because yeah. I'm just like, no, mm, I don't no, want no, to. Like, I no. just don't see I mean, things. I just think you would really enjoy it. It's a really it's a really quirky, fun movie. Kind of sad, but. But yeah, he looks like he looks like the biggest fucking. I'll see if I can find a picture of him from that movie because it's so bad. Like his hair is awful, and he just no, dude. I mean, I get what they were going for. It was it was kind of cute, mm-hmm. but no. I love you, man, but don't ever do that again, please. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so, this actually was posted quite a while ago, but I want to read it here because um, this is a post from Katie and Katie just became a patron. So thank you Katie for becoming a patron. And she says, um, hi, I just joined the group, but have been a JD Rob fan for a long time. I haven't gotten completely caught up with the series because my life keeps getting in the way. And we understand that completely. Yeah. I started reading (laughs) Uh, in 97 while on bed rest my mom recommended the books because at the time i thought regular romance was too mushy but after reading and rereading these books there's so much more she says my mom was a survivor of incest naked and death came out the same year she started remembering she loved these books and they helped her recovery she even jokingly referred to my dad as rourke she had me read them explaining that it is was a good example of a healthy relationship because it grows with both partners. They aren't perfect, but they are perfect for each other. She would say that's what she and dad had too. Um, Mom passed away in her sleep in 2017 at 64 after a three-year battle with UIP in secret and death, oh, with secret and death in her hand. 
I haven't read that one yet. Yeah, I don't don't blame you for that. Um, And so, you know, so sorry to hear about the loss of your mother. Yeah, so sorry. Yeah. I've been listening to the podcast on Audible since last Christmas when my daughter bought me headphones that were actually comfortable. (laughs) Listen, I get it. Right. It's hard to find comfortable headphones. It really is. I almost didn't continue because I couldn't stand AJ and Jen's laughter. <laughs> of course, now Hi. I'm laughing. Yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, of course, now I'm laughing right along with them, so it's fine. I've been careful not to get too many spoilers on any of the books I haven't read yet. And I've just finished Shabbation. I look forward to reading along with you all. Sorry for the very long sob story. Do not Aww. be sorry. It's a fantastic series. It's wonderful. We love to hear stuff like that. Um, Thank you for for being willing to share that with us. Thank you for sticking with us even through our dumb yeah. laughs. Right. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for becoming well, a patron. We we love it all. We appreciate so you grateful. very much. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Poor Quincy. She's got hot dogs following all or following her all over Facebook. Yeah. She keeps posting. She's so funny. It's like I don't eat them. I don't talk about them. The only time my phone hears the word is in the podcast. And yet, <laughs> she's got to Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, you're oh, not. <laughs> Entertainment. Oh, yeah. Another thing Dina said re listening to Faithless ID, totally forgot about natural order and how they forbade same sex oh, relationships yeah. and totally took away women's reproductive rights. Can't help but yeah. feel uh, how prophetic Nora Roberts' writing can be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got to be weird for Nora now to kind of look at everything that's been happening and go, like, hmm. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to put that into the world. Put that into well, you the didn't. world. It's not your fault, Nora. <laughs> it's awful people's fault. Right. For making that actually happen. This it should just be happening in fiction only and it not should. in real life. But, you know, it's the world we live in. <sighs> this fucking world. All right. So, last one, I think. Okay. Okay. This is another one from Dina. Thanks for the welcome shout out. Just to clear it up and you're not alone. No one pronounces my name right. LOL. What I tell people is Tina with a D. So it is pronounced Dina. Right. Remember we had that conversation. Uh We weren't sure if it was Dina or Dina. All right. So Audible was one of my pandemic discoveries. I'm addicted. I listened to my first Nora book last (laughs) year and then saw she did JD Robbed and got hooked. Wow. She's blown through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and to find out there's a podcast and a whole community that love this series as much as i do it's all bonus and so much fun Welcome. literally laugh out loud funny i'm re-listening from the start and appreciating susan susan erickson's character interpretations even more than the first time through it's like listening to a movie in my mind's eye thoughts considering how often eve sternly corrects everyone who calls her officer detective ma'am bitch and very clearly says it's lieutenant bitch how can these reviewers miss that? Respect the rank, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right. Respect the rank. Respect the rank, motherfuckers. I don't get how people can judge even Rourke's relationship without having a full picture. There is so much history that goes into how they navigate life scenarios. You can't possibly have a full understanding from reading one book that's in the middle of the series. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. God, I feel like we say that all the this, time. I mean, because we do. Because we do. Every yeah. four weeks we read reviews <laughs> right, and say right. exactly that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly that. Yes. One of the reviewers said it felt like lazy writing. To be honest, if jetpacks were the norm, that would feel more like lazy writing. You guys killed yep. me discussing that. Cheers. <laughs> where are the jetpacks? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> jetpacks. We need jetpacks in sci-fi. Oh, good lord. We're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I think that's probably <laughs> all of the Facebook. Yeah. I mean, we went, we got through a yeah. lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. thanks so much for everybody for participating in our Facebook group. We really appreciate oh, God, it. Yeah, we yeah, appreciate just being, you guys so being much. active conversationalists. I mean, that's, that's what we do. You know, like, that's what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. We're just having conversations. And right. so... 
giving us material to go off of means we can entertain you. Exactly. So thanks for exactly. Thanks for giving exactly. doing all the work for us. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's really what it is. I mean, right? basically, yeah. yeah. Essentially, that's really what happened. So yeah, because <laughs> every once in a while we're just like, yeah, we don't know what to do. Let's just read some comments. That'll work. Yeah. So, but now you've suggested so many uh, topics. Yes, we're gonna have to go through yeah. them all and you know figure out when we're gonna talk about all this stuff. Absolutely. Yep, we've got some more ideas thanks to you guys yeah. because again, yep. we're doing all the work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, um, so at this point, should we do podcast business? Let's yep, do some let's podcast do business. So we already said we have one patron, and yes. that is Katie. And we thank you very much, thank Katie. Thank you, Katie. Appreciate thank you, Katie, so, and welcome. So Michelle Kenyon's getting ready for our um, episode together, which is we're going to record that episode on the twenty fourth, and you guys will get it most likely on the first of October. Our episode with Michelle Kenyon, and we're going to talk about you know why Eve is so bad with electronics. <laughs> we have a uh, someone called a number. Oh, <gasps> yes. And in this case, it's Maureen who called the number. It wasn't John Stamos? It was not John Stamos, but oh, you know. We like you too, Maureen. I, I exactly. like Maureen better. Yeah. So let me see if I can play this for you guys and you can let me turn up my. I'll put it in the. I'll cut it into yeah. the episode, but I'll see if I can play it for you. Hi, AJ, Jen, and Tara. This is Maureen. I'm so thrilled that I found your podcast and other people that nerd out on the in-depth books like I do. Um, just excited. Love listening to your podcasts. Uh, I've read the new book three times, so uh, just happy to follow along and let me know if there's anything I can do and help out on the wiki or anything. So keep up the good work. Bye. Oh, I love that. I love so it's wonderful. Maureen, thank you, Maureen. Yeah, thank you very much for calling the number. Maureen contacted me on Instagram and also said, you know, is there anything I can do with the wiki? And so um, I was telling her, yeah, I mean, there's several of the timelines that are incomplete. Mm. You can complete yeah. those. You can, there's tons of things you can do on the wiki and not just Maureen, but everybody out there. Um, yep. So she has started to edit the wiki for us a little bit, fill in some information. Nice. Oh, thank I think you. She is, thank you so much. She or somebody has been putting in a timeline for uh, desperation, so I don't have to. Nice. <laughs> and um, even better. But the thing that happened today was that <clears throat> she had put in some yawnies for desperation, and we've okay. got one. Uh, contributor who is largely anonymous they don't have an account and they're not using an account i only know it's the same person because their ip address comes up and it's always the same every time and whoever that is um maybe it's um aaron being stealth i swear it's aaron i swear she's still doing it it's because it's all corrections it's all like uh you know grammatical corrections and formatting corrections, <laughs> mostly like that. Um, oh my God. Yeah. It's totally her. <laughs> so Dina had uh, put in a Yanni section and sh- and then the very next day it was gone. And she was like, what happened? And this often happens with the, with the wiki. And first of all, anybody that's contributing to the wiki should know that the wiki keeps a whole it keeps all of your changes it, it you know indefinitely essentially so um i could go back and look at what maureen had put in before it was deleted and um i was saying well you know i mean they the other person probably took it out because it wouldn't technically be considered a uh, yanni i don't think so but when we do yannis it's more like you know, somebody got somebody's name wrong or, you know, Santiago was named Sanchez for a book or two and then went back <laughs> to Santiago. Or, yeah. 
and or Morris and Morris. Yeah, exactly. Um, that kind of thing. Which yeah. It, that's a clear error. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I forget which book it is. I, God, it drives me crazy every time I fucking read it. Cause I'm just like, no, 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 no. Where Rourke tells Eve that he knew she was a cop the minute he saw her. And I'm like, mm, no, you didn't. Mm. That was kind of the whole right. point. And, and that I'm could like, be considered a Yanni too. Yeah. Oh no, that is a Yanni. Cause it pisses me off every time I read it. I'm like, <laughs> no, that was kind of it's the whole thing. It's not as concrete though as you know, Santiago Sanchez. Oh, right, 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 right. But no, <laughs> he says multiple times that he didn't know she was a cop and it bothered right. him. But, um, yeah, she, he, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. I didn't make you for yeah. a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it so, drives yeah, me crazy. You're probably it's just right the there. one book and it makes me absolutely there's bonkers a, every time I read there's it. There's a couple, when is. I went and looked at the Yannis, there, there's a couple where people said, instead of just a Yanni, said they had marked it as possible Yanni. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So um, anyway, the whole point of me saying all of this is to try to get people to go in and look at the wiki, contribute to the wiki, know that you cannot screw the wiki up. You know, somebody will come in and and correct something if you get it wrong. And if somebody corrects something that you've done, it can be reverted back if the correction is not correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So nothing is ever lost on there. So don't don't worry about you know fucking shit up if you, <laughs> if you like do something and then the page disappears. Somebody came to me re- um, not too long ago had sent me a message on the wiki basically saying like I I created this page but I, then I realized the page had hard, already been created. So how do I delete this other page and you know. Um, that kind of thing is easily done. So don't worry about doing those kind of mistakes. If you want to contribute to the wiki, just go in there and contribute as much as you possibly can. And all the details will be worked out later. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But we yep. really do need a lot of help with, especially the newer books. Yeah. That we just did have, yeah. haven't had time to go in and right. do. So, um, but thank you so much, uh, Maureen for, Yes, um, thank you. First of so all, much. calling us. Secondly, yes. volunteering to help us out with the wiki. We really, really thank you. It. So yeah. much appreciated. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Those of you who have read the the newest book and want to talk about it now before we have our um, episode, go to Discord. Yeah, go to the Discord. There's Again, a- if you need a link, if you haven't joined yet, we can post another one in the Facebook group or message me on Facebook and we'll, I'll send you one. Or message AJ on Instagram. Is there a way that people can sign up for Discord and have the Discord server automatically give them a rank? So that they don't, so that we don't have to go in and go like... Oh, automatically give them a rank, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, because actually, yeah, because we're private. So yeah, I can, I can change that so that they give them, that would be way them easier. at least the, the, at least the beat cap because mm-hmm. it's the reason they only see welcome in rules is if it was a public su- server, we don't want random people popping in and going, Oh, what's this I don't know anything about? about this series, but yeah. 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 And you know, I have mm-hmm. an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, yeah. so yeah, so, but no. The people that are in ours get an invite directly. So, um, right. yeah, I can fix that. So they automatically get the, get the, at least the B cop rank. And then they can let us know if they're patrons and we'll bump them up to Lieutenant. Right. Which I think Maureen. I think almost everybody in there is. But yeah. Not there everybody. There might be a few but, people that haven't been bumped up yet. But, but, um, but yeah, I mean, um, that, I was surprised that uh, discussion about desperation yeah. really took off. So yeah, I'm excited really to read all of it. I just yeah, I, I know just, me too. Was in there, yeah. pop in there. So uh, that's it. If you want to find us anywhere else online, you can find us on any of the social media platforms by looking for uh, podcast and death, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're on all of them. Snap, yeah. not Snapchat, but we are not on. We Snapchat. are we are on the TikToks. <laughs> So you can go there. Um, You can go to our website, www.podcastdeath.com. 
you can send us an email at show at podcastanddeath.com or just like Maureen did, you can call the number and the number is 205-476-2753. And that spells out 2054-ROARC. Yes. <laughs> and that should be it for this episode of Podcast and Death. So for Ooh. Podcast and Death, this is AJ. I'm Jen. This is Tara. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at PodcastInDeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at PodcastInDeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you.